This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Natalia Hepworth, Brandon Isle, and Charity Hepworth. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Well, thanks for being here, both of you. I'm excited. You're welcome. So today's spot episode, we're going to focus on our freshman students. And this is one that we've really been discussing because we were trying to think of things that freshmen need to know when they first get here at BYU-Idaho. So what uh, Brandon and I decided was to call up somebody that we knew who was a student, which was my sister, Charity Hepworth. She's the best. <laughs> She's awesome. Charity, why don't you tell us what year you are in school and what your major is? Um, so I would consider myself a junior right now. I did a year at Utah State, and then I decided to come here because BYUI is awesome. And so right now I'm starting my third year. So I've been here for one year since winter. And I'm in art illustration major, emphasis in entertainment and design. So it's a lot of fun. I love it. Good. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. So we know that technically you didn't start at BYU-Idaho as a freshman and you transferred here, but you still, I would say that this was like your first year at BYU-Idaho. And I still think that you have a lot of really credible insights. So our first question for Charity today is, what are three things that you would suggest for success at BYU-Idaho for incoming freshman students or even students that have transferred here? So one of the things I would suggest is definitely use your resources. There are so many resources that BYUI provides you that it's, like, amazing. Like, it's almost impossible to fail a class. Um, Some of the resources I love, like, to use is definitely, like, professors. They will always... Help you pass, and they will are always trying to be involved in your life, which is amazing. Um, it's sometimes too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get your stuff done. Um, Good. Other resources, um, online resources, uh, study um, at the library. <laughs> yes. Okay, I cannot remember this. You're fine. There's study rooms at the library. Yes, we talked about that earlier. We talked about that, but also they're free tutors, which is awesome. They provide that for you um, and study rooms, studying with other people. It's all there. Uh, you just need to get involved. Yeah, that's great. What do you think, Brandon? Well, I know both you and I teach classes and what mm-hmm. you're saying is use your professors. Yeah, we love it when students come in and they're proactive. They want to know how to get an A in the class or how to improve their grade. When students are willing to do that, we're certainly willing. We want to help them. And it's it's hard to go overboard with help, right? We're, we're there. We're there for you. That's our whole purpose. Absolutely. I think one thing I remember from being a freshman, when I was at school with uh, President Kim Clark, I remember he and his wife talked about being where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. So if you have a class, go to class. If you should go to devotional that day. <laughs> you should probably make your way down to devotional. But when you're making time to be where you've committed to be, it really is going to make a huge difference. That's 80% of your success is showing up. Yeah, right? showing up so important. 
And don't so. fall asleep in class. <laughs> That's really helpful. But no, Charity, you mentioned some great resources. You said uh, there's a tutoring center. You can go online and you can um, find that. If you literally type in tutoring center, BYU-Idaho in Google, it will pop up. There's study rooms that you can reserve at the MC if you just need some quiet time studying on the second floor. It's really quiet. Um, there's other rooms throughout campus that you can study where you are undisturbed, which is really nice. Um, talk to your professors. We talked about that. Read your syllabus. People forget to do that. What? See how your <laughs> grades are weighted. Read your syllabus. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Charity gets her stuff done really quick. Um, but there's another thing that we talked about earlier, Charity, and I really liked what you said, but you said to try to say hi to people in your classes. Why did you suggest that? Um, well, as a person who's like really introverted and sometimes I get like really anxious talking to people and reaching out, but especially when you start classes and you're just thrown into an environment with all these new people usually and professors and just the stress of college, it's so nice to, you know, reach out to the people next to you and just say hi to them. I always love going the first day of class and I look around and if anyone comes to this next to me or I go up to people and I just say hi and try to get to know other people because it's college is a really good experience to meet other people from different places that you probably have never even heard of maybe or um, just trying to reach out can really help you expand your horizon and network. Yeah, that's so great. I think that people don't really realize how diverse this campus actually is. Brandon, why don't you talk about some of the students that we even work with who are from different parts of the world? I love this story. President Meredith was quoted in the newspaper recently, the local newspaper. He was just walking down campus, and he happened to meet one of our radio students, Candy Zalali, and she is from Tanzania. And so we started just talking to her, and here she is representing her country, but also representing the radio station just by being a cool student. And he talked about meeting her to this newspaper reporter, and that went into the report for that day, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. And then she heard about that through some of her friends. And it's so fun because um, I, I don't think people realize that you we really are a melting pot here in little old Rexburg. Yes, we have the locals, which make Rexburg so unique and so fun. But we have people that are coming from all over the world that we get to experience here on campus. So by saying hi to people in your classes, maybe you become best friends. And then maybe you're staying in Tanzania next summer because you've made a really cool Who knows? friend. Who knows? So, no, that's that's great. Um, well, let's talk about some fun activities for freshmen. Charity, you had a fun list that uh, we came up with. Um, tell us about those, those fun things. I do a lot of sports, and there are so many opportunities up on campus to do sports and be involved. And even if you don't know anyone, you can still sign up for them and be thrown into a team with new people. And I think that's so much fun. And so there's recreational sports, there's even competitive sports um, that are so much fun to get involved in. Uh, something that even me and my siblings do is roller skating. It's only a few dollars and we get in for an hour and a half, get roller skates, and it's always fun to watch your siblings fall and you're just... <laughs> <laughs> you're just there laughing and taunting them. It's so great. Mm -hmm. And it's twice a week, right? Every Monday and Saturday. Yes. And it's open to the community as well. Yeah. There's a lot of fun things you can do. Like, it, And even if... You know, I want to say something about Charity specifically. She literally is a world-class athlete, and she's very competitive. I know she's getting embarrassed right now. You can't see her face turning red. But she's been able to have fun playing with people here on campus because there, we have a lot of 
robust athletes here. There's a robust athletic program, and they're people who take the sport seriously. So even though it's not a public-facing thing, um, you can still be active and participating in sports. But not only that, there's a lot of arts. There's a lot of cultural arts here. Brandon, do you want to talk to that? Yeah, one of my favorite things is to go to the art exhibits every semester. Uh, they bring in artists from all over the place and show such a, an eclectic mix of art every semester. Uh, this is a religious campus, but typically it's not religious art. It's It can be modern. It can be, uh, we have Rembrandt. We, ha- we have all sorts of things. And then at the end of the semester or every other semester or something like that, they have a, a student showcase and the students have to apply to get their art into that. And it's really hard. And you go in there and you see so many cool pieces of art that our students right here do from um, oil painting to sketches to 3D art. It's really amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What do they do? Is it in the Benson building? I'm making this up. It might not even be in the Benson building at all. Or is it the Romney where they do astrology? Yeah, the Romney. Yeah, there's, you can go to the, what's it called? (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're, we'll we're fired. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking at You can right gaze now. at the stars. <laughs> you can gaze at the stars. No, it's really cool. Anyway, just, just know that each building is unique here on campus, and there's something different that you can do in each building, essentially. That's really fun and entertaining, and you can bring your friends. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what building is I it? I went there when I was like in elementary school. So <laughs> it's really fun. There's there's so many things that you can do here on campus. Um, we also talked about this app called I Belong, and it can help you find activities on campus as well. Yeah, I think it's one of the most important things that every student should be on. Download the app or go to the website, ibelong.byui.edu. And this has all the events on it going on on campus. Free events, ticketed events, all of it is there. So if you want to just hit a Zumba night, you can go on there, find Zumba, and do your thing. Or maybe it's you want to see the latest Center Stage concert that's coming up. Go on there, you can find that. And it's it's just awesome. Yeah. I found what we were trying to talk about. It's the planetarium. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> You're so great. Astrology. <laughs> you can do the astrology thing. Honestly, Astronomy? I was like, are we talking astrology? about zodiac signs right now? Because I'm checked I out. <laughs> yes, you can go to the BYU-Idaho planetarium at the Romney building, and they have different activities that you can do. Date um, night. And when, yeah, when is it? Is it there. Thursdays at 7, it says $2. So That's a bargain. Absolutely. All right, next question. So... Specifically right now, it is winter semester, but, um, you know, it's really fun during the fall. But let's talk about winter for a minute. What are some suggestions, Charity, that you have for those experiencing winter for the first time at BYU-Idaho? Okay, we talked about this. As a local. Or not as a local. (laughs) (laughs) But specifically, personally speaking from experience as a local, when you're driving, keep space. And if you are sliding, get snow tires and don't drive crazy. That means driving slow and driving careful because there's snow patches and ice patches all over the road and they are not, sometimes you do not expect them. Mm-hmm. And as someone who also walks to school and walks back, um, be careful where you're walking because you will slip and you will fall and it will hurt and be embarrassing sometimes. But also, when you're crossing the street, watch for cars. Be careful. Yeah, 
Absolutely. All the things. Because sometimes people can't stop either. And part of campus is on the hill. So if you're going downhill, you want to slow down 20 seconds before you normally would. Try to leave early. Brandon, what are some suggestions? Yeah, invest in some good shoes so that you don't slip as bad. (laughs) Um, If you do want to watch people slip, I can tell you some places on campus. (laughs) Where? Just just sit and wait. (laughs) No, but winter is so fun. I hear a lot of times that students will say, oh, there's nothing to do in Rexburg in the winter. Yeah, there is. One of the places you should go when you first get to campus is the Outdoor Resource Center. It is so cool. They have so much equipment that you can rent from snowshoes to cross-country skis to downhill skis and snowboards. They have it all, and it's pretty inexpensive. They also do a bunch of trips, so students can sign up for these trips and pay a nominal fee and go to, like, Harriman State Park or go into Yellowstone and do different experiences with a bunch of other students and just have a good time. Yeah. Cross-country skiing is so fun. And we have places that are really close. You can go to the golf course and cross-country ski. You can go up to Harriman State Park. Um, that's just a little bit north. You can, you can go to Targhee if you want to take a day trip or go to Kelly Canyon, which is close if you are into winter sports. Or you can go snowshoeing, which is just hiking with tennis rackets on your feet. So <laughs> that's such a good suggestion. There's plenty to do during the winter. Or if you're somebody who likes to stay inside or likes to go out and get hot chocolate, there's hot chocolate places that you can go to here as well. So There's also ice skating, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that you can do. So, Charity, what would you suggest? You brought up being a local, and I think sometimes there's this idea that (laughs) Rexburg locals don't like students and the students don't like locals, but I just don't think that that's completely true. I think we just don't really understand each other sometimes. And you know what? Charity is both. You are a student and you're a local. Brandon and I were both students here and we're both locals. It doesn't mean that we've lived here our whole lives. Um, but I think there's so many positive things about this campus being in Rexburg. And there's so many great things that you could do to get to know the locals. What would you suggest? Rexburg Arts is doing such a fantastic job lately of trying to involve students and the community in the things that they're putting on. For example, during the uh, Christmas season, they had this light display at the Tabernacle where people wouldn't just watch the lights, they would have groups perform, and you could go there and watch some great musicians doing their thing in front of the Tabernacle with um, a really cool light display. And then they have every first Friday of the month, they have what they call an art stroll, And it includes musicians, usually some type of program, and then art, obviously, is involved. And this is a way for both the community and students to kind of get to know each other and get to know the art scene in Rexburg, Idaho. But then there are plays, there are um, acts that come in from magicians to comedians to um, all sorts of singing groups and whatnot. But RexburgArts.org is a fantastic spot to just check out and find out what's going on in the community that you can do for not a lot of money. And a lot of it is happening in the Romance Theater or at the Rexburg Tabernacle, and both are just a couple blocks from campus. Absolutely. You can also go to explorerexburg.com as well, and they have activities that you can do or they have listicles or things that you might not be aware of that are going on locally that students can participate in. The city does try to do outreach to the students, especially during the summer We have Experience Rexburg where, you know, 
local businesses and students come together. But there's so many opportunities to get to know the locals. And even local restaurants or local grocery stores will do special deals just for students. So take advantage of those because the city is really excited that you're here and they want to be your friend and they want you to enjoy your experience locally. So there's so much that you can take advantage of for sure. Um, Let's talk about some food that you can enjoy on campus, charity, and some food that you can enjoy locally. She has very specific things that she enjoys at the Crossroads. Why don't you tell us about them? So the most popular is obviously Chick-fil-A. Love getting it, but waiting in line can, during rush hours, crazy. Something else I love to get, I do not know what they're called, but they have the best quesadillas. I get the pork one, and I do not like pork that much, but it's so good. And I get the quesadillas. Um, Oh, and also they have really good, what's the European pancake called? The crepe? Yes, they have those good crepes. (laughs) They are very good. We're losing our words. (laughs) (laughs) You put a microphone in front of us, we forget everything. (laughs) Yeah, their crepes are awesome. Brandon, Bagel Place. Yeah, downstairs is the bagel place. We we should have this pulled up so we know all the names of everything. But <laughs> but there's so many options in the Man Wearing Center. Um, Crossroads itself has everything from European to Mexican and Chinese and a salad bar and uh, these really awesome sandwiches that I forget what they're called, but they're really good. And uh, it's it's just great. So check out the Man Wearing Center, the Crossroads, and then downstairs is a place called Solil. And they've got bagels, and they've got fun drinks, and yeah, they're just right there for you. Teton Grill is the other one. Caliente is where Charity gets her quesadillas. Chick-fil-A is obviously there. Oh. Campania. Yes, and they have excellent sandwiches there. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some options. There's definitely some options, and there's a salad bar, you know. There's, There's great food and great desserts. So there's a lot to enjoy there. Locally, I would say a lot of people on campus I have heard, they really like Righteous Slice. Yeah. Um, Actually founded by a member of our faculty here on campus. Um, It's more a European-style pizza, and it's really good. They win competitions all over the place. They do an awesome job. Um, We have a little outdoor food court here that's pretty unique. Yeah, Wolf Lighting and Accents. They have this... Food court, I mean, it's right next to the building on Main Street. You can go there and find all sorts of food. Yeah. And it, it changes from now and then. So if you don't like it one week, go another week. And it might be different. <laughs> yeah, it's the Wolf It Down Food Court. They they have a lot of options there. Kingdom of Pho started over in the Wolf It Down Food Court. They now have a place on Main Street that locals love to enjoy. They have pho. They have teriyaki bowls. And they just have really good food. And then another place that I've heard people really enjoy is... Red 8 Asian Cuisine. I have yet to go. Oh, yeah. They, they've they got quite a, quite a bit of different foods, Asian foods. Uh, it's right by Fat Cats. So if you ever go to Fat Cats, it's that little restaurant right there. Um, great stuff. Yeah. These are all places that are local and unique. Yeah, and Red Rabbit Grill. Red Rabbit Grill. So good. I think everybody in Rexburg goes there at lunchtime. <laughs> so you may want to go outside those times. Absolutely. And if you're just looking for sushi while you're grocery shopping... I hands down recommend Brolums. Charity, don't you agree? They have really good sushi at Brolums. I don't eat sushi. Yes, you do. <laughs> She's Sometimes. Lying. She eats my Brolums sushi. 
<laughs> California rules. Okay, can I talk about mine now? Yeah, okay, tell so me tell, tell us. Where do you go? Do you I like cup bop. Cup bop is good. And it's so good. But I'm really basic, so I only get the rice and chicken. <laughs> You're great. And I love the Mandarin. Um, it's by... It's on the way to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So I had it for my birthday. Did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah, the Mandarin's great. Um, cup bop, I think, also has student deals. So yes. There's there's a couple places that you guys can eat around town, and you don't have to travel very far in order to do that. And some of them are even in walking distance, too. Yeah, yeah, and we have more... Like national chains, like Five Guys is in Hemming Village. It's right there, under righteous or right next to Righteous Slice, um, and all the other restaurants that you'd expect in a town. Absolutely great. Well, let's pivot a little bit. I wanted to ask Charity what some of maybe the misconceptions might be about the honor code, and that's something that you know that's a. It's, I feel like it's always like a buzz topic every semester. It's the honor code. But it it recently got changed. And um, across CES institutions, it's been more, how would you say that? So it used to be that depending on which university you were at, there were some slight differences in the dress and grooming standards, standards specifically. Right. Um, so now it's more all uniform. the same across the campuses. So BYU-Idaho, we can wear shorts now. I don't recommend it this time of year, but yeah, you do you, right? Hashtag freeze the knees. <laughs> yeah, freeze the knees. Thank you, President Meredith. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's great. But essentially, yes, the church educational system sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and directed by the Church Board of Education, Board of Trustees, um, with the mission to develop disciples of Jesus Christ who are leaders in their homes, the church, and their communities. Okay, so that just talks a little bit about the sponsorship. So let me skip down to the actual honor code part. The CES honor code helps to accomplish the CES mission to build disciples of Jesus Christ. So that essentially is our mission here at BYU-Idaho is to build disciples of, build disciple, let me start that again. Essentially the mission here at BYU-Idaho is to develop disciples of Jesus Christ who are leaders in their homes, the church, and their communities. And the honor code helps us support that mission. So I think if you actually read through what the honor code is, it talks about living a chaste life, being honest, you know, abstaining, things that we should already be doing as members. And it it should come pretty natural to you as a student. I don't know, Charity, what are some thoughts that you have about the honor code? Well, um, I went to Utah State and I actually did hear... Like, even there, like, complaints about, oh, I wouldn't go to BYU or BYUI because the honor code is just too much, you know? Like, how could they do that? And, like, coming up here, it's not hard to follow for me. I think it's really just, it just helps remind you this is how you should be living. And it's really easy when you want to represent Christ and be a disciple of Christ, um, Especially when it—I need to gather my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) You're fine. We can come back to you in just a minute. I think you've touched on some really great points, though. Like, when when you're living worthily, really, if you have an ecclesiastical endorsement, you're probably already living the honor code just fine. I I think it's just, here's a guideline. Instead of something that's unwritten, now it's written. There's dress and grooming standards. Shorts was a really big deal. Flip-flops and things like that. 
they've done away with a lot of that specificity, but we still obviously um, are expecting students to be modest on campus. There's very specific standards for the fitness center. Obviously, you have to wear the BYU-Idaho required clothing. But outside of that, I, I think if you make it into a big deal, then it will be a big deal. But if you don't and keep it simple, it's really you don't really hardly ever think about it because you're already living that way. Yeah. And I I think that's the point is this isn't meant to be hard. It's meant to guide you into thinking more about Jesus Christ and not worrying so much about some of these worldly things. You know, yes, you need to get dressed in the morning and what you wear is important. And a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on what they wear. But if you're de-emphasizing that just a little bit by dressing up, and putting your best foot forward, then some of those other things just kind of melt away. Absolutely. Especially if you are coming here to, you know, further yourself in a very specific industry, there's going to be standards in your industry. You're going to have to wear scrubs if you work, you know, at a doctor's office as a nurse. You're going to have to dress professionally if you work for Goldman Sachs. It really is just setting you up to respect standards that are there, not only here at our institution, but also out in the world, but also Remember where you are. You're at an academic institution, right? So there are going to be um, expectations that are here, but it's not anything that you cannot do. It's something that's totally doable. And the more that you do it and make it simple and keep it simple, it'll get easier. Are your thoughts gathered, Charity? (laughs) No, but I agree. (laughs) That's great. Stamp of approval. (laughs) That's great. And that's all we really need. And and if you want to go... dive deeper into the honor code. We have an episode where uh, just after the honor code was updated, Brother Riggins talked to us extensively about the changes. Awesome. Yeah, that's wonderful. And we can definitely link that. That's great. Well, to end everything and end this awesome conversation that we've been able to have with Charity today, um, we already touched on how the mission of BYU-Idaho is to develop disciples of Jesus Christ who are leaders in their homes, the church, and their communities. What are ways that you're developing as a disciple of Jesus Christ, Charity? Um, I love how easy BYUI makes it to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. I love how um, we take religion classes and we have devotionals before classes, we pray before classes, and it really reminds you um, how much Christ is involved in our lives and how he can be involved in our lives. And I think going to devotional and it's really easy. You can go on your phone or even BYU Idaho Radio. We broadcast devotionals yeah, we as well. Do. <laughs> go on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you listen to the radio. Um, and you know, go to church. Obviously, I think it's so important to um, do these little things. Go to church, even like go to the temple. I make goals to try and go to the temple maybe even every month and it really will like make a change in your life and it's so amazing how BYUI is able to involve that in the education and with their students. Absolutely I I think as far as all that's available to you from a spiritual aspect being involved in your ward it's so cool that the sisters that you're in Relief Society with are also your roommates right like there really is a mix of both, and that's what's so special about being here at BYU-Idaho is that we have the Spirit of God here on the campus, here on campus, and here in everything that we're doing academically. And so, yes, there obviously are 
secular goals and expectations, but when we have the spirit, that's really what makes it unique. And you'll hear this term, the spirit of Rick's thrown around a lot, the spirit of Rick's, and really that pays homage to Rick's College, which is who we were before becoming BYU-Idaho. So really take the time to learn about this university, learn about the history of the university and what makes it unique, and know that you're a part of that uniqueness. Know that what you're learning here, you can take that out into the world and continue to become a disciple leader. So thank you for your thoughts, Charity. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you, Brandon. Did you want to add anything else to that on becoming a disciple leader? I just love the aspect. I know as uh, one of the people who employ students on campus, I take it as part of my mission to help mentor them to become disciple leaders. And it's, it's a really cool part of this campus that we get to do. If you want to learn more about what it means to be a disciple leader at BYU-Idaho, we have a new podcast that we've just created, and it's all about disciple journeys. And we're interviewing students, and we're interviewing faculty members and alumni, and talking about their journeys to Christ, really. And we talk about how they got to BYU-Idaho and how BYU-Idaho has helped them further um, cement their relationship with Jesus Christ. So check that out. It's called BYU-Idaho Disciple Journeys. Thank you so much. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, Natalia Hepworth, Brandon Isle, and Charity Hepworth. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Brandon Isle. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website, byui.edu radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.